Hello, and welcome to the League of Extraordinary Pirates podcast. LXP are a group of grown-ups who've been waiting 30 years for a ride on Falcor's back. My name is G-Man, and I am your host. And with me, as always, are some of the other members of the League. Atreyu. I named my car Falcor. <laughs> that would be Hoff and Fonz. J.E. still on vacation, uh, wrapping up his vacation. Two in, weeks of vacation, this kid. Well, I think it's just the way it, the way the dates fell, just kind of sucky. But he's having a good time with his family, so he'll be back for the next show, hopefully. Um, it's tough. Summertime is tough for parents. You guys all know that, all you wonderful listeners. You know that the weekends book up really, really quickly when you have a kid. Or See. kids. Is a, uh, summer, summer, summertime. We already sang that in the last episode. Anyway, yeah, um, and but we are joined once again by... Uh, part-time league member and uh, no longer a new parent because this baby's rapidly approaching the one-year mark. Indoctrinated. Indoctrinated. We used that term a lot early on in this Stamp show. Stamp it on his uh, The wonderful Chris, thanks for joining us again this week. Hey, everybody. Good to Welcome. be back. Chris yeah. is like our field agent. We send him out into the world of That's games. That's true. Yeah, That's he's right. our and game he guy. comes back. Game guy. Back. He never oh, comes back. That's he, the problem. Yeah, That's well, why he's, he's always scarred here. and sweaty. He's like, what, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> it's just, Sorry, I've guys, come from gaming game. <laughs> This is hands are all cr- like crumpled up from <laughs> yeah. controllers. Uh, it is interesting that we are at the one-year mark. We have been doing this for a year. Congratulations. We started at and the end. And we are end. wealthy for it. Yeah. <laughs> and knowledge. And, yes. and friendship. Yes. Uh, friendship. And we are much poorer because this costs us money to do this. We are Forever. not monetizing this. So We are bleeding coins. Every show we money. attend, every piece of equipment we buy comes in, you know, hosting mm-hmm. fees. So we're not asking for money. We're not begging. But nah, at this point, we're just doing it for fun. Anyway, um, and it is fun. But it's been a year, so that's amazing. One year anniversary of us, this is. Um, Yay. We need a party or something. Oh, man. Nah. And then my no. applause. We're just going to. Oh, can we do a party? <coughs> you. There it is. What? Excuse you me. just heard it. What? That was a party. That was a party right there. Party. A belch. Uh, so uh, this week's episode, we will be reviewing the classic and amazing and, and largely requested Neverending mm. Story. That's yeah. true. From 1984, starring mm. our favor, our favor, our favor, <laughs> our friend, our wonderful new friend, Tammy Stronach, who we mentioned last week on the show. We met at a Comic-Con, and she's a nerdy parent and is awesome. And um, hopefully she's listening to this because we feel much cooler being able to call mm. her by her first name. She, of course, played the um, childlike empress. She's still childlike. She's still very childlike. Yeah, very true. sweet, very sweet woman. Um very pretty woman and a very great uh, husband. He's awesome. And she's got a little girl that's the same age, roughly, as our youngest kids. Right. Um, four and a half. So um, she's sweet and awesome. And we'll talk more about her when we talk about her part in the film. Um, but before we get to that, we have an LXP question of the week. We do? Yes. Cool. Since you don't review the No, that was it. We do. Beforehand. That was a question. The question is... We do? <laughs> What would you wish for if you had a grain of Fantasia? Remember at the end of the film, mm-hmm. spoiler alert for a 1984 film, 31 years old. Um, uh, Bastion has one grain that's left, all that's left of Fantasia, and he can make a million wishes off of that grain. of What, what would you wish for if you could wish? Besides right, Falcor? Besides well, that's, that's that's his first wish. He it doesn't have to be a grain. He doesn't feed the like hungry. He doesn't... <laughs> He doesn't like he just rides. Falcor. He doesn't eliminate war and poverty. He yeah. he rides Falcor and chases bullies into a dumpster. That's you know Bastion's right choice. But what would you choose? What would you choose? You can you can we can all assume that we'd all wish for the wonderful things in the world to be great. Let's put that stuff aside and and think about greedy things. What would you wish for? Greedy things. Greedy. Be greedy with your oh, wishes. Oh, greedy. 
Be greedy, greedy. That's uh, cool. What would you wish for, for truth? My... No, it is. It's easy. Is it really? Okay, no, it's you not. go first. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not that easy. You go first. It's it's not yeah, it's you. What about a superpower? I, I'd try to, I'd get like a superpower. I'd maybe teleportation, maybe. I like, I like thinking about having superpowers. But is it, do I have to be really nice about it? Or you really, yeah, really, 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 really like lots of money and stuff? Because new Air Jordans. Mine would be, it's, it's, it's kind of cheesy, but it also is greedy at the same time. Like, Cure for cancer. Oh. Like, I mean, just think of all the loved ones we get back. That's true. If we mm-hmm. did that. It's Were you wishing for a cure for cancer and then the people who died of cancer get to be alive well, again? No, but the ones like zombies? that would have it now. Oh, or... see, now he's pulling a genie move on no, you. Yeah. I, no, you can't. No, get... no. Fantasia, no, no. Fantasia doesn't screw up We talked about No, no. Okay. Game of Thrones. I don't want people coming back. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, just to save the ones we got now. But, it, you know, not to get... Are we eliminating that and just purely like yeah like what we like like Bastion uses a very the wish his first wish to do something kind of selfish and it? get back at the bullies he he rides Falcor right and he chases the bullies and and scares them into the dumpster like that they was did to he him. had one wish and he used it on that yeah well he has millions of wishes he can wish as, as many times because he, he recreates to. the whole oh, yeah Fantasia. with You're each wish it rebuilds okay. Fantasia so right. what what would you do if you had that option you could wish. On, on Fantasia. Well, why don't you lead off there, G? Well, what would I wish for? Like okay, I like the superpower wish. I, I would probably... That'd be cool. I, or everyone had superpowers that no one had nobody has. That's a different question. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Um, Flight. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Go. <laughs> Go. I, I told you. Teleportation. Teleportation. Flight or invisibility. How's that? Uh, I, would, I would probably go with like the ability to manipulate minds. Because you could have anything you want. If I you're like, you. No, you don't. If no, you're don't. like... If you're like uh, Professor X and you can like, con- you know, like mind control people, like right. you could be rich. You could just mind control the richest man on earth to write you a check for ten million dollars. You mm-hmm. have anything you want. But then he comes out of mind control. Realizes I would grab you and teleport happened. you underneath the. Too issue. late. You've already checked. He cancels the check. You hold him until it clears. <laughs> I don't know. Then he sues you with his lawyer. Dude, wait, do I have to like now create? <laughs> An entire yes. scenario in order to I need an entire character. <laughs> All right, I changed my answer. Flight. No, you Immortality. <laughs> See? So Keep it simple. It's easier, isn't it? It's easier. But you'd also, so if, you, if, you were, if you were able to fly, oh, you'd also How about have poop to... money? Poop money? <laughs> that seems really unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> For so many reasons. <laughs> You poop the money out, but then you've got to first. You have to you have to pass it. You clean it. Then you have to thing. fish it out of the toilet. Would it come out with the your more poop you or eat, instead of your the poop? More money it would you just be money. <laughs> would it be coins? Because I don't want to poop coins. It could be whatever any currency you. How want would to. money come out? <laughs> like, would it be rolled up? It could be yen. You could have whatever <laughs> yeah. euros. Not those giant coins at the Aztecs. No, no, no. So if you eat Chinese food, you get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. Depending on the food you eat, you get the currency of the type of food you eat. All right. That'd be my wish. So my first I, I, one. I'm done. If, Euro. All right. Let's let's like, go back to flight for a minute. If you okay. could fly, you'd have to have a whole bunch of other powers. Like you'd have to have like the ability to not burn your face off by going at the speed of a jet or whatever. If oh, you're what flying. if you just how do you could control your speed? Right. Until well, you stop what's the point of flying off? as fast as a human being can move through the air? Like you I would... never said I had to fly the speed of sound. Yeah, what he, about... he's really slow, like at the speed of walking. He's <laughs> just like hovering above an old lady <laughs> on the sidewalk. It's <laughs> fine. This is great. I'll take any form of flight. <laughs> so we're all going to be flying. That's a great wish. That's it. 
So you didn't have to such a great wish we all had. You this made one. me. You pressured I me. I did not. I picked a great power, and you were like, whoa, you have to be big control until you get to cancel your check. I'm like, fine. I'll just fly around. That won't, that won't do anything. You can like, have super strength or, or mind not control. Wish. Well, I can have all of them because Bastion can make I a million wishes. He didn't see I heard you. I what did you say? Mind you. control? I said mind control. No, but mind that's, control. I love that. That's way better. I can't control. That's what I want to do. I want to poop money, and I want mime control. Oh, my God. Mime control? You have an army of mimes. Walk against the wind. No, wait. Climb the rope. Now you're in a box. There's only, how many, Here's some money. How many mimes could you possibly have? As many as I can find. I can control, wait, find a wait, wait, wait. Would pooping the money be how you get the mime control? Because you just give them yeah. money from your ass, and they do whatever you want just have some mimes walk around <laughs> spending smelly money paint your face white now <laughs> dude i'd be unstoppable <laughs> yeah it would but, be unstoppable that's true you, nobody nobody would want to take money from you <laughs> no. because it would be like <clears throat> he's got mimes. He, he keep, they, if they didn't know what you were doing to generate the money They'd be like, why does he keep sticking his hand in his pants every time he wants to order another beer? <laughs> keep my money in my pants. <laughs> All right. So is there anything besides superpowers you guys would okay. wish for? I mean, uh, you know, we wish for money. Wish for, uh, I, I like coughs that cure, cure cancer. That's pretty yeah. cool. I like the idea of being able to have adventures, like superhero adventures, or like, like wish to be like a swordsman and do a yeah. swordsman adventure, you know? So you that's what it seems what Bastion does in the sequels if you mm. watch them. Like he goes on quests and stuff in Fantasia. So. What I mean, about what about our guest, Chris? Yeah, what would you wish for? I want a really awesome four wheel drive truck. Nice. I want an awesome lake in my backyard. Ooh. With fish in it. And wow. and um treasure at the bottom that I have to dive. <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> Wherever is there something go. in your See, backyard? Is there like a house there do. that would like if fall into the lake? Me with my superpower, if I went swimming in your lake, would be <laughs> you, can yeah, sure. you can provide the treasure. Yes, <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's actually attainable, and I would yeah, be six feet tall. <laughs> oh, okay. Now we're getting yeah six feet tall. Oh, six feet. Yeah, that's six feet tall. you are six feet tall. Why not? It's not a that taller? great, dude. Yeah, a little taller. It's overrated. I was like, I'd be five four. So screw you. And I could punch really hard. There's never be superpower punches. You can do that all in real life. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I just want to feel confident I could knock out anybody if I had just to. Just can't spinach. That's right. <laughs> yes, I would get super strong on spinach. I might wish Robin Williams alive again. Oh, oh that's a good one. one. Yeah. With, you know, getting the help he needs. Because I wouldn't want to be like, oh, I'm back. I'm still I can't surprised. bring anyone back from the dead. <laughs> oh. I don't like doing it. So yeah, so that's uh, any any other any other answers to this amazing question? Uh, Seems to have gone completely off the rails. I am psyched about my superpowers. Fonz is pooping money and flying. (laughs) Don't forget the mind control. control. Sometimes he's flying and pooping money (laughs) onto the wonderful people below. (laughs) He can entertain millions. (laughs) Seven mimes on my back. Pooping money. I would go to attack him. I would go to countries that didn't have anything and just poop money. 
and mimes. <laughs> and teach everyone how to be mimes. a mime so I can control them. I would well, be the king. Money and yeah, it, it can only control you if you're a mime. Like regular clowns right. are resistant to your control. And if they wipe the makeup <laughs> off their face, I have no control over them anymore. They don't get any more money. <laughs> <if they do laughs> <that. laughs> oh, boy. Well, I'm going to have to rethink questions like that in the future. Because <laughs> that was just terrible. Uh, all right. So let's let's, let's please let's get out of this topic. Oh, I like this. Um, so uh, I posted More up on grains I, of Fantasia. <laughs> I posted up on our Facebook page yes. the question. So if you are interested in pooping money too, feel free to <laughs> respond on our on uh, the League of Extraordinary Parents podcast Facebook page to our question. Um, would you poop money? Let us know because somebody better better say yes or else Fonz is gonna end up in a loony bin at some point in his life because he's the only one who came up with that idea. Um, Anyway, I love the type of food you eat. You do the currency the same. I love that. That's beautiful. Okay, that's wonderful. Okay, all right, fine. Uh, Okay, never-ending story. Release date: July twentieth, nineteen eighty-four. Starring Noah Hathaway, Barrett Oliver, and Tammy Stronach, our good friend of the podcast. Uh, Plot synopsis. A troubled boy dives into a wonderful fantasy world through the pages of a mysterious book. As he reads, sharing the adventures of the characters within, he slowly begins to feel like he is part of the story. Um, This week's kid synopsis. I don't know. I think J.E. is going to send it in from the road. We don't have it yet. Um, But uh, Hoff, you will edit that in at this point. So Hunter, Kendall, we watched The NeverEnding Story. A little while ago, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember it? Yes. Yes. Did you like it? Yes. yes. Hunter, what was it about? It was about the guy and the... My favorite was the racing snail and the um, rock guy and the guy with a dragon and um, he would send him to the ca- um, castle with... Yeah. Do you remember the big turtle looking um, thing? Yeah. The big, the big guy in the mountain? Yeah. It kept, it, what kept happening? Um, he, he kept being... Sneezing, right? Yeah, sneezing. Knock him over. What was your favorite part? My favorite part was the racing. Racing snail. Kendall, what do you think of Never Ending Story? Good. You like it? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part of that movie? That big weird dragon thing. Falcor? Mm-hmm. What does he remind you of? A dog. What kind of dog? A dog. Our dog? Nope. I think he looks just like Falcor. Probably does like Falcor. He does. Cool. Well, so would you guys watch that again? Yeah. yeah. Do you think all kids should watch that movie? Yeah. You think so? You yeah. fell asleep to it during the movie. What was that about? I, well, I don't know. Would you fall asleep if you watched it again? No. No? All right. Cool. Thanks, what, guys. What, awesome. uh, let's, like, um, let's hear what we just said. <laughs> okay. All right, that's cool. Thank you so much, J.E. I'm looking forward to seeing you back here next week at the next show. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's hear a clip uh, from the never-ending story. This is... This clip includes our good friend of the podcast, and I'm going to say that a bunch of times because I'm super excited that she is, Tammy Stronach, as the Childlike Empress. So, take it away. Atreus. 
Why do you look so sad? I have failed you, Empress. No. You haven't. You brought him with you. Who? The Earthling child. The one who can save us all. You know about the Earthling child? Of course. I knew everything. My horse died. I nearly drowned. I just barely got away from the nothing. For what? To find out what you already knew? It was the only way to get in touch with an earthling. But I didn't get in touch with an earthling. Yes, you did. He has suffered with you. He went through everything you went through. And now, he has come here. With you. He is very close. Listening to every word we say. What? All right, so there it is. Whoa. Deep man. Very this cool. is kind of deep, huh? Yep. And yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about the movie and, and uh, our perceptions <clears throat> and our kids' perceptions. And we'll We'll talk specifically about having spoken to uh, Tammy about her being in the film and we'll, we'll clue you in on what she told us about it. <laughs> I'm terrible at beatboxing. Oh, look oh, at you'll what get you more. see. Can I tell you a quick funny story about that song? <laughs> look at what you see. It's a guy from Kajagoogoo. Singing. Lamal. Lamal. He left this band and well they kicked him out. I don't know. Yeah, that was the story. They kicked him out and mm-hmm. then he did this song and then he Fantastic now hair. He works at a seven eleven in London. Um He's actually very famous still. Is, is he? Mm-hmm. I, have, I have a quick funny story about the theme song. Go for yeah. it. So Go. I was at a bar, I was at the Drunken Clam. Oh and um nice. they had one of those um internet jukeboxes and there was a bunch of people there playing some really <clears throat> crappy pop songs and just just we were not digging the music at all. So I wanted to troll them. So, like, you can, like, the songs that are already on there are kind of cheap, like 25 cents, 50 cents. But for, like, $2, you can download a song off the internet and haven't played it. Okay. So just to troll them, I played the NeverEnding Story theme song just to see what they would do. <laughs> and it worked fantastic. They're all, like, looking around like, who the heck played this? And oh. they were all mad and we were just giggling at the table. So that's my NeverEnding Story <laughs> theme song. Story. Cool. That's that the is story cool. of the story. The story of the story. I would be like story. excited if that song came on. I oh yeah, we're be, all be grooving. Ups- I wouldn't be mad. upset at all. <laughs> um, so, all right, uh, never-ending story. Uh, for me, this was—I don't know. This is a movie that I've seen a million times, and I was a teenager when it came out, so I wasn't quite little. Um, like you know, I guess Bastion's like nine or ten years old, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell, but um, but I, I just—it's one of those again, one of those movies that. I always smile when I think about it, and I I have fond memories of it. Uh, and what was it like for you guys um, before I go any further? Watching it now, like how long has it been since you guys have seen uh, it? For me, it was a while. I I hadn't uh, viewed this one 
I I liked watching it with my son, and you know he he noticed the bully part, which I think when I was way back then, it's the same thing. You know, the whole bully thing was a it was a theme. It was part of why I liked the movie so much. Um, yeah, it was a really two dimensional look at bullies, like how we perceived them then. Yeah, like it was a different time. Obviously, there weren't cyber bullies then, but. The idea of just like three boys just beating up on one. Yeah, it was weird. It, it's yeah. how it happened, though. I think that's how. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, and you would walk to school alone. I mean, he was in a city too. Yeah, which yeah. like that was one of the things that struck me. He has has the interaction with um, his dad, and that's kind of sad. And it's like a single parent. His dad, he's kind of a jerk, but he's he's not really. He's just being a realist. He's trying, trying to make to get it him, happen. Yeah, he's trying to get the kids. Like, hey, I'm in my eighty suit and. I gotta well, get off know, to work. <laughs> yeah, I know. I gotta go uh, meet my brother Simon. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Detective <laughs> off in the fleet, flying <laughs> Mimi or the screaming Mimi. No, that was a different show. Oh, okay. Screaming oh, Mimi. Oh, was that? right. Oh, the father. I didn't. I didn't even notice. Gerald McCraney. The, yeah, he was. He was on uh, Major Dad and Simon and Simon. Yeah. So I didn't, screaming I Mimi he was what? That was a different show. Oh, okay. Um, that was a helicopter. Penny, what's his name? Uh, something Penny. Anyway, anyway, yeah. on, so what about you? What was your just some initial impressions? Well, I think I was there with Hoff. The same thing. Um, yeah, I hadn't seen in a while. I have to. I I don't. I was. I think this time I was less about Falcor and and all that stuff. I started to see exactly. He was in it a lot less than I. He was. Remember, and I think I when you're a kid, you huge. focus on that a lot because yeah. it's crazy. You it's think true. about like, oh, my pet. Imagine yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Fly around, flying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was neat to watch it with my son because he was he was all into the school thing. Like, how what? he's getting up to the attic? What? Yeah, how does he sneak out of class? What's yeah, that? How does That's he get crazy. away with that? That was yeah. yeah, that was a big thing. And walking into school late, and oh, but he stole that book. He shouldn't have stole that book, and yep. and all that stuff. Love that guy. I, I, the the, uh, guy. the book, book guy who ran yeah, the bookshop. Yep. I don't think he had a name truly. Um, Ooh, but I like that. I like that character. I like you know. It, it's it's cool seeing these movies from an adult perspective because you get to look at the different adults they put them in there. And I like your, I like what Hoff said about you know the father. It, it, it was kind of sad, but he was he was doing what he could. And yeah, he you know he felt bad guy. Right, kind of made him out to be a bad guy. But he's he's probably what we would do now, which is kind of depressing. yeah. Like what was he saying? Like don't stop dreaming so much or something like that. Yeah, right. Right, right. I I don't want to say I've literally said that to my son but i if you know if i was in the same situation and he was depressed over his mother passing yeah at some point i'd be like you know you gotta go out make some friends you know do yep. some, i don't know that's me as a parent but then me as a kid is like yeah i want to grab a good book and just go you know up in the attic and read. right <laughs> so i was like really torn yeah. what about you chris where are you um, on this let's see i haven't seen it all the way through since i was a kid so but I caught a few parts here and there. Like I think a cable channel was playing it, and I checked it out for a few minutes and moved on. So, um, yeah, there were a lot of things that I picked up now that I didn't pick up then, and just you know, in picking apart, picking it apart more than I did. You just kind of like weird things in the movie. You just kind of accept as a as a kid that maybe something you don't understand yet that you're going to figure out. But then when you're an adult and you're watching, you're like, no, that was really a messed up part that that didn't make sense like it kind of jumped around a little bit and um you had you had to fill in the blanks yourself um one th- one thing that 
really punched me in the face this time that I never picked up on when I watched it as, as a kid is um, at the end when the childlike empress was telling Atreyu that um, there were other people along with the human child that were with him. I didn't realize she was referring to us, the audience, watching the movie. Oh, I didn't catch that either. Yeah, I yeah good point. And yeah. I, I never know. I never picked up on that. And uh, then I realized, oh, oh wow, we're all part of this story. Like yeah. that part of the movie never clicked with me. Then. That was something I actually mentioned to Tammy, like <coughs> in terms of like we were talking about the film and the depth and the levels of it. You know, I brought that. She says her character is the one that delivers that information. Is mm-hmm. Um, she says that uh, he, while you're, he was following your adventures, others were following his, and mm-hmm. they were with him when he hid from the bullies bookstore. in the bookstore. Yeah. They were with him when he stole the book. Yeah. And it's like, that's us. And yeah. I was thinking about that, and I'm like, I actually made a note here. That whole level, like, now do we, like, the question is, do we have people following our story? I mean, right. we yeah. kind of do. This show is one way for us to do that, to let nice. people follow our story. Our Facebook pages, our Twitter feeds, like now in the 21st century, you have your own never-ending story that yeah. you share with however many friends or followers or likers or whatever That's you want true. to call it, follow you. But then it was like kind of mind-blowing to think, you know, like this this kid in the world of the film, we're sh- yeah, we're part of that multi-level never-ending story, which I think is a heady concept for a kid's film. Well, do you think it, yeah, because you're a kid, you don't? It seems like all of us kind of didn't make that connection. But you think maybe because when you see it as a kid, you you don't think well. Not that you don't think that deeply, but you don't. You can't really think that there's anybody else but yourself. Kind of maybe being yeah. the center of your own universe, and mm-hmm. it's pretty. That's a uh, that is an interesting thing that well, none Huff, of us picked that. Huff, up. you mm. said something before we turned the mic. Yeah, on. I was going to bring that up. Say, um, why don't you bring that up now? When they f- uh, what's the when they get together and the what's the guy with this? I'm going to do a lot of this because I don't know all the character names. The guy with the spikes in his head who's announcing. Oh, when they all came you. together from the different yeah. parts of the. Oh, okay. his the character was called something. His character uh, was named uh, Chiron. Okay, the guy with the so like Chiron announcing a Treyu is going to save us all from the nothing. The kid. You know, he puts his head up from the book and he looks at his backpack or something. And there's an Indian oh, yeah. um, with an arrow and a oh, horse. Right. So I'm like, is that at that point, is he involving himself in his ideas into the story? Because they were surprised when a kid came out who looked like kind of an Indian, had a horse. Yeah. They were surprised that it was a kid. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's because the reader's a kid. He put himself into the story. Yeah. That's and a great later in the film... The second trial of the Oracle, yeah. he has to see himself as he really is, Atreyu, and he mm-hmm. looks into the mirror and he sees Bastion. Yep. Right, right. So, yeah, like they're right. one per, like they're together. The he, Bastion is. The reader is driving yeah, Atreyu. He's a manifestation of, of the yeah. imagination of um, Bastion. So, Bastion imagines Atreyu looking the way he looks. So when he looks at himself, he's looking at a reflection of Bastion. Who so if anybody, so when that gen, that book owner was reading the book, it was probably an older guy. It was an older man, maybe. Yeah. Maybe or whatever he wanted it to be. He could have but, looked at a, a yeah some would have been a different book, story, or, yeah, right? Something. Like when he was reading it, would it not have been a completely different? Well, story? Well, who doesn't do that when you read a book? Don't you imagine the characters as yes. what you? Yeah, they describe sure. them as or best they can. You no, know, but in <laughs> yeah. Because wasn't Falcor kind of like the owner of the bookstore? 
In fact, I thought mm. they were the yeah. same person. I <laughs> thought he did the voice of Falcor, but I don't think that's that's true. No, they were very you similar. You could be very right because he's the one that progresses him on the journey, yep. and the old guy is the one that starts him on the journey. Mm-hmm. Good, that's a good theory. Yeah, like there, there's a lot of lore around um, this film that you can read online because oh. there were two other movies that followed it, and then it was based, I guess, on a novel. So there's more stuff that that this film doesn't touch on. That there's a whole, you know, it's like a sh- not like a shared universe, but there's a lot more to it. There's a lot of um, background and history and stuff behind. Like for example. There's a moment at the end of the film, and I, I was going to bring this up later, but we can talk about it now, um, where uh, Gamork, the evil mm. um, the wolf. wolf thing, and he says, I am an agent of the power behind the nothing. So who's the power behind the nothing? Yeah, yeah I don't know. In the book, the bullies? it reveals all of that, that there is there are, peop- there are creatures from Fantasia that can cross over to the real world. And oh. that's why they want to destroy Fantasia because it'll make the people in the world more easy to control because they won't have hope anymore and they won't have dreams anymore, right? So Gamork in the books, and I don't want to get too heady and go too far or failed, but Gamork in the book is one of these creatures that can cross over and oh. become a human in the world of humans. Hmm. And you, he wants to use this ability to control. Because if you think about it, that's why people act in the world that we live in out of fear, right? Like when something horrible happens, we get scared and we, we, we close ourselves up, right? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just human nature. So without hope, without dreams, like you, you we're too afraid to ch- chase mm-hmm. our dreams because we're afraid we won't be able to pay our bills, right? Like yeah. fear keeps us from our dreams. So it makes us easier to, easier to control. I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but you guys have talked mm-hmm. to me about my opinions politically and stuff. But that feels to me like that's... That's where the story ends up going. We don't hear any of that. Just Gamork gets killed, and then the nothing is banished, and yay, happy ending. But there's way more to it. There's a lot more machinations behind the you scenes. You can do that in the book version. Yeah. I think it's I think it's fine that they left that out and then <clears throat> left it for a reader to actually read a book about yeah, a book. If you, yeah, if you want to know more, you can read the books. and there's, there's all, Oh, you could just look it up. It's a great idea. That's what I did. I just started... After I watched the movie, I started digging on the internet and I found a whole bunch of cool stuff about That's cool. Because I was like, who is that? I never thought about it. Who is the agent yeah. behind the nothing? Like, who's. who's... Yeah, because they make it very black and white. There's just a wolf. He's got to defeat him. It's, yeah. it's, there's nothing. It turns really... it into Why a, is he being a, such a. You know, yeah, a creature he can kill, right? Because <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what we need in a movie. We need a bad guy that can get killed. Yeah. And that's yeah. what happens. Yeah. So. Um, what else we got here? There's there's so much stuff to talk about in this there's movie. Like the cat. We, what about the yeah? The, go ahead, Fonz. No, I was just going to talk about uh, uh, Kevin Hernandez on our on Facebook. I don't know oh, if you yeah. want to look into that. Yeah, and, read that off. Talk. Oh talk yeah, a bit about yeah. That. We did. Yeah. Well, before we get too too much further in, we we created a new group on Facebook called the Classic Film Review Group. If you want to be a member, you have to request membership. So you can we can you can link off of our main Facebook page, which you could just like. You don't need anything. But if you're interested in in participating and writing reviews, you can request membership in our LXP Classic Film Review page on Facebook. And we asked people to write reviews uh, or just give us some perceptions of the film. And a few, a couple of, of people did. Kevin Hernandez, who is uh, part of the um, a, a friend podcast called The Blockbuster Brunch, he wrote uh, a review on here. And he wrote, uh, I'm just going to paraphrase it because it's a little bit long, but he's like... Uh, he was moved by the film like he was as a kid. Uh, he says he was about his daughter's age when he watched it. 
and he gets it more now, like we said before. Um, talks about the green screen effects don't hold up as well, but uh, very little from this period does. He says, Daddy rating four stars. He gave it four stars. Um, what would we rate out of five, right? So I'm guessing yep. it's out of five. Uh, his little girl, um, and he's talking about what she thought. She liked the puppy dragon of Falcor. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> she loves her some puppies he said uh <laughs> she was reading while watching the film something my son i don't know my son when he saw the little boy reading a book he grabbed a book and came to that with me like oh, he wanted cool. to read like imagine, the boy was imagine your kids ignoring the movie yeah to read stop a book. reading stop yeah, watch yeah, a movie about <laughs> reading a book yeah let's watch a movie about reading a book instead of actually reading a book um he said Considering the, metafic- the metafictional nature of the film, the irony of my interrupting her reading to call her attention oh, he to a movie that. about right. a child yeah. reading was not entirely that's lost on me. That's where I got that me. thought. So, yeah. Credit like, to you. I, credit to Kevin right. on that one. Uh, she did say very clearly that she liked the movie and was able to recall the major plot points and had a hard, but had a hard time with the names. She liked the puppy dragon and she liked when Atreyu met the child like Empress. She said she was beautiful. So, Tammy, if you're listening, Kevin's daughter thinks you were beautiful then. Uh... She hated, she was scared of the wolf. Um, she said some of the speech and vocabulary was beyond her. Um, and she enjoyed the movie. She gave it a four star rating. And I guess Atreyu, the guy, Noah, whatever his last name Hathaway. is, Hathaway. Hathaway. Boxy. He, uh, he started a band. And yeah. she played some of the, he played some of the songs. You know, he was there. the kid in Battlestar Galactica, right? Uh, no. Boxy. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. Same oh. kid. Um, Kathy O'Grady, a friend of ours, wrote a very short uh, review. Uh, she said um, her daughter exclaimed twice while watching Baston's reaction and reading the story. That's exactly how I am when reading a good book. <laughs> so that's nice. Um, and the other two reviews are from me, uh, from you, Hoff, and from John Eric. So you can you can request um, to be a part of that group if you want to see those reviews and participate so feel free to do so thanks for those of you that that did take the time to go on there and uh and put some stuff up for us so uh so yeah i think it's just basically positive all around are there any other let's what about the kids what did your kids think of the book of the book (laughs) the book movie what did you guys what did your kids think uh me no uh both my sons really liked it um my oldest the uh liked it more um it was really wrapped up in it. And I know we had a little bit of time before we came out and, and did the podcast today and Hoff got to talking to him. Um, and he gave him his rating. And uh, I, I don't know if he was, he was saying he, that he liked yeah. it a little bit more than he did. But he, uh, you know, a couple of parts that he lost, he lost interest. But by the end, you know, when everything started to pick up and, yeah. and everything, some things got destroyed. And then he was really into it. He wanted to know why that world was destroyed. I think it's, it was... Um, it, it, it had a pretty good pace. Um, the beginning was interesting. I, I think I already talked about the, sc- the whole school situation and mm-hmm. the bully situation. I think any kid would attach themselves to that. Um, and getting up in the attic, reading the book, um, it getting late. How come he's not home to yeah. see his family? Things like that. But um, by the time he was talking to the Empress and, uh, and uh, talking about... Um, what he would wish for, uh, he was he was really into it. Yeah. So yeah, it, it really was a great movie for him. Uh, my youngest kept bump, bouncing around. Still, you know, not enough animation <laughs> for him. Yeah. It seems like animation is the key to to hammering his. Uh, I think that age his they, attention they down. Do. Yeah, 
they need more yeah, quicker my pace. Too. What about uh, Chris? Did you watch it with Evie? No, like and, you know, she's still a little young for a movie like that. But um, my wife did sit in for like the last half hour of it, and she shared some memories of it, and and uh, so that was kind of nice. Um, right, right before the Empress showed up, she's she said, "I remember the first time I saw her, I thought she was beautiful." <laughs> like, yeah, we kind of all did. Yeah, right. <laughs> she yeah. still is. Yep, she still yep. is. And um, but um, you know, it was you know, I flip flop back and forth between. Trying to view it, you know, as my younger self, and still, you know, in, in, enjoying all the scenes while still, you know, with the adult critical eye, you know, I go back and forth with certain scenes, just completely enjoy the scene for what it was, and realize how amazing it was and how it made me feel then, and then also compare it with, you know, how would they do that now? And you know, there are there are a few scenes that they could, that they would that maybe would come off a little bit better, like uh, when Falcor picked up the Orin from the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just some quick edits. Like, yeah. now it's swimming, now it has it, now it's swimming up. Like now they'd have an animated hand or something come out and right. they really show it to you and sell it. Then, yeah. yeah. So little things like that. But for what they for what they had, and some of the stuff that they pulled off, like um, that uh, the big turtle. That was oh, cool. I love that yeah. scene. That was really, really that cool. Scene. Excellent. That still holds up really yes, well. That was great. The, the shell, sneezing, shell the, the, the profile from the distance that they do. Yep. yep. The voice. The scale. Yeah, the, yeah, the whole the scale. I, that was one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> like that, Holding up-wise, that was definitely... Yep. Like that could be in a movie now, and yeah. no problem. Right. Tired of sneezing. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. Very cool. We've been talking to ourselves. <laughs> I guess I'd do that too. <laughs> Hoff, what did your kids think? Um, similar situation because um, the kids are similar age. So uh, my youngest daughter didn't. She couldn't. She couldn't pay attention enough. It's. It's like you said. It's more of a heady movie, and it just. She would watch when the characters were on the big rock monster, the which has a name which I'm not remembering. The rock um, biter, just rock, yeah, rock, rock biter. biter. So they, they were all in when there was animation, animatronics, Falcor. When the kids were talking, when the adults were talking, not not paying attention. So she didn't get the story. She was just more for the the images. He, um, my son, similar but. But a lot different. He didn't get the headiness of it either. So, I think I said in my 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 post that you know this is my second, third, fourth time watching it. I get, and I'm just still picking up stuff. Like you said, I'm like, oh yeah, that's I didn't realize I was the people they were talking about. Hmm. So he wasn't gonna get all that stuff first run, especially you know in the middle of the day when we're not just all sitting really making a whole movie thing out of it. Um, but he did enjoy it. He he liked it. He he, I don't know. We're not giving ratings yet, but he put it on a four star scale. He enjoyed it. But I know in my heart of hearts he didn't get it all. Mm-hmm. So it was more about Falcor, um, Atreyu. You know who doesn't want to be Atreyu? I mean, oh, he's yeah. got a horse. He's you know, he's the hero of the story. Um, same thing. He he was like, how come he's skipping class? How come? How does he get away with this stuff? Right. So yeah, there's a lot of themes there. It's like, well, he's a troubled kid and he's trying to find his way. I don't know. You just watch the movie. We'll, we'll see what it is. <laughs> right. yeah. There's a lot of that in eighties movies yeah. that the kids yeah. like skip class or they <laughs> they walk to school, they cut yeah. through a backyard. 
I guess we all did that. But though. he liked when he got, you know, they got the revenge at the end with the, with the, um, the, the bullies. bullies right? Yeah, he yeah. definitely liked that. And um, you guys looked up the uh, the Teen Titans. I ha- I'm trying to find it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, yeah go ahead and tell that. That's really cool. Yeah, I had noticed it a while back that uh, my son watches a lot of Teen Titans, and there's Teen one- Titans Go. That's right, Teen Titans Go. And there's a, one of the episodes, and if you know the the character, Starfire has a, a pet named Silky, and Silky gets taken, uh, well, get, not gets taken, gets um, gets turned back, uh, brought back to Killer Moth, who then turns uh, turns Silky into a giant version of Silky, and Silky's basically a monster silkworm. Mm-hmm. And the very end, uh, Starfire and Raven get Silky back, and Silky, instead of turning into an evil giant silk worm monster turns into a happy fun falcor like <laughs> thing which they then jump on the back of silky and silky goes flying and chases uh robin cyborg and beast boy down the street mm. same music same music no kidding. same scene by scene the exact same thing they even took the corner jumped in a big That's orange awesome. dumpster wow. and then the narrator comes on and says well you know, That's Sil- awesome. Silky and Raven and Starfire had many more adventures. <laughs> I did. I've seen that episode. and I did not get the reference. It was very cool, and my son was just blown away. I showed it That's to him cool. afterwards. Like, no way! <laughs> it was pretty See, that's cool. a good generational um, gap filler. Because yeah, now be- because we're doing this podcast, we went back and watched an old movie he probably would have never watched. Right. Yeah. Right. And then we go to a modern cartoon that he watches all the time. Yes. Get the Look, reference. there's a connection. Right. There's a reference. Right. I love it. Makes you wonder who that reference is for in the cartoon. Yeah. You know, how many but kids actually go back and watch these old movies? I've always know. loved when cartoons do that. Like the Bugs Bunny movies from way back, and I say this, I probably said this before, there was references in there for like 30s and 40s actors that I, I had yeah. no yeah. clue who they were. And they'd make like, they have to have phrases and do this. I didn't get it till later. Then I watched some of those older movies. Like, oh, now I get that reference, and now I get this and that joke, and that. I was like, I love that stuff. Those cartoons were made for adults, though. They were. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Right. So now we're getting a little bit of the, a taste because during the '80s, it was you got Pac-Man. Yeah, and, I mean, a there, there was no references. Yeah, there was no, that's true. It came back a little bit with Animaniacs. Right. And like, I think that's where it started. Started coming back. Coming back, yeah. 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 So it's uh, no more. My um my son, he liked the beginning part, but when the rock biter showed up, he gets scared. Um Yeah. He's he noisy. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit of a frightening film for kids that are a little on the younger side. He he was afraid of the rock biter. He liked the turtle scene because he liked every time Atreo got you know, sneezed <laughs> into the mud. He thought that was really <laughs> funny. Um and you know, I he I think about two three quarters of the way through the movie he checked out and I didn't try to bring him back because I knew that he would get scared by the wolf scene and that was so we, scary that yeah, was that scary was very scary. scary I mean the animatronics weren't great but he was still scary when yeah. he was in yeah. the, the darkness and yeah. just the glowing yeah, eyes that's, that's enough you, that's all you need in fact when we talked to Tammy about her you know being in the movie she, she was 11 years old when she made the film um, and her husband was funny because he said that he hadn't he te- like when they first met. I guess he teased her a lot about having been in the movie. She's only been in a couple of films, um, not many at all. She's a dancer and a model and stuff. So, and now she's in theater. So she wasn't really, you know, I don't know. Her career just went in a different direction, and she became that instead. Um, 
but her her husband like i guess he said he recently had sat down and watched it and, and that ending sequence when she's crying and i mean there are a couple of moments where you get choked up i mean when artax dies the horse sinks into the swamp of sadness mm. i mean that's one of those legendary sad moments you know if you have kids it might be a little bit rough on them um and then the scene where the empress is crying out to bastion to name her so you know tears are flowing her husband said i never realized tammy's actually really good in this movie she's <laughs> like yeah buddy and um so she she says she hasn't shown it to her daughter yet we asked oh, wow. her did your daughter see it? she says no i haven't uh she said, I haven't shown her my film. I, she said, I think she's still a little too young for it. And that's probably the case. My son is roughly the same age, and I think he found it a little frightening. And um, maybe again, we'll introduce it again down the road. Um, but, uh, yeah, he he liked some of it. But, again, um, I think, it, like you said, for the younger kids, it's a little bit uh, goes over their head yeah. a bit. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to bring up about this. We've talked about the bullying a lot. Um that revenge of the on the bullies at the end. The, the only thing, um, other thing that I noticed, <clears throat> I think we kind of touched on a little bit, was how much less. Uh, where am I? I'm not wording this right. I thought there was a lot more Falcor in this movie. Yeah, I think it's just because his character is so you know lovable. Yeah, he doesn't serve like a huge function except to get him from point A to B yeah, and saves and his get butt the, like twice and then gets the. Yeah, he the rescues the, the thing at the end. So he, I just thought he was like in the movie, like from get-go. Like get-go, yeah. From the get-go. <laughs> from the get-go. <laughs> I just, you know, maybe it's just me looking back and I just wanted more. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's all it was. That's probably right. what it was, actually, now that I think out loud. Yeah. I think you're right. When you, it, it, You're totally attached to that dog, when you, when, uh, the, yeah. the dragon, when you first see it. Luck dragon. Lu- the luck dragon. The luck dragon, yeah. yeah. It's a dog. The, but it's uh, cool. very cool there was one thing that kind of disturbed me that I noticed for the first time ever the oracle the second well, the or, not the more the, the, the oracle the two statues oh yeah so oh yeah they, they have nipples that actually oh, yeah. oh that's right too. that's right it's like oh. I forgot about that <laughs> that's, that's, it in Germany. that's kind of a parent thing because my son did turn to me and be like I know what those are like yeah you do but shut up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's funny because if uh, I don't know you, well, when you're when you're that's that's true. If you look at art, that's the thing because that was They're right out it. of like what uh, Sumerian art or yep. something like that, Middle Eastern art. You take him to a modern art museum, he's gonna see. Yeah, you see that stuff in and a it's, painting. You know, yeah. It's, it's just a, and then Falcor's roar. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, it sounds like. Everybody has that friend that doesn't have kids, and like that's the sound he makes when he's trying to like play with your kids. <laughs> like doesn't really understand how kids like operate. You want the claw? The claw is gonna <laughs> claw. get you. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting, but um, but like you wonder about the long term implications of Bastion flying a luck dragon into the middle of a city street. Like all the people in the background are like screaming and pointing into the no air. It's like there's this weird white mon- like but today there'd be a million videos on the internet yeah, yeah, immediately right. after that, but I guess you can get away with it in the eighties. You can just fly away and people go, I guess I didn't see what I thought I saw. Um I don't really have a whole lot more to say about it. I mean the the rock biters uh, I brought this up when we were at MassCon talking to the Tammy. The Rockbiters speech is like the saddest moment for me 
when he's oh, yeah. like, they look like big, strong hands. I still say oh. that now, like when I drop something, <laughs> I say they look like big, strong hands. And he just, just sits, stuck with yeah, me. You, see, you, wait, you sit there and wait for the nothing to come and take you away because yeah. you drop the scissors. Um, but yeah, it's, I I don't know. It's like, want to just move on to uh, review uh, star review star one, ratings. One or? thing I'll I'll throw in is I, I never ever understood what the name was that Bastion shouted out. Star and child, yes, Moonchild. Uh, moon, moon child. Oh, yeah. I, and yeah, I, I don't know. Either. I actually looked it up to to find out, and there's still some um, people think it's something else. I don't know what the other su- suggestions were, but I guess the original book says Moonchild, and it is Moonchild. And um, <laughs> <laughs> stop debating yeah, it. Yeah, we my, have uh, solved it. My my wife, I I knew it was going to be Moonchild because I looked it up and then I watched the scene. But when my wife was watching it with me. And and the kids shouted at my wife went Moonchild. Her name is Moonchild. I'm like, yeah. How did you hear that? I guess the uh, problem is he pronounces child in two syllables. He says child, oh, child, okay. and so it sounded like a he just kind of trails name. off. He's like child. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> Moonchild. Um, it is the lamest excuse for not shouting the name out, though. I have to keep my feet on the ground. Yeah, like, you're in mean? a room alone because yeah. that's what his father says at the beginning. Yeah, his father right. told me. He's like, you got to keep your feet on the ground. Yeah. So don't that, go crazy. Yeah. So he like, thinks that's keep... him going crazy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> he's like losing his I mind. So that was his mom's name. Yeah, yes. she must have been a hippie, a hippie child. Hippie. Yeah. yeah, hippie child. But it's it's almost like so you see that hippie child, and then you think of how his father was dressed. His yeah. father was very yeah. straight laced. And now we know what happened. Maybe that was like that's why he went in that direction because that. That kind of imaginative person mm-hmm. it just was left his life. Maybe his dad was a, a hippie too, and he had to straighten up and take care of the kid. Now. Yeah, he had became to a yuppie. Yeah, become a yuppie. From hippie to that yuppie. was the eighties. That's true. Went from hippies to yuppies. Yeah, the go go eighties. You know, right? He was just a nondescript businessman wearing a suit. You know? Yep. <laughs> Secret of my success, Michael J. Fox. Um, <laughs> one last yeah, thing. Go. The biggest thing that bothered me about the movie is the transition between. The first gate and the second gate. It was in the middle of the desert, mm-hmm. and the um, it wasn't the oracle. What they what they call it? Uh, the first gate with the two statues. Um, we made it through there, and then the next scene, he's in the middle of a, of a blizzard <laughs> with no coat on or anything. It's like well, how did he how did he get there? Like I feel like something was cut out, and like there must have been a scene cut out or something that transitioned. Oh, it was to a that. fantasy. I was you reading. Know, gotta... And wait, then, didn't the two? We've left out the two, the wizard guy, and the, didn't they and have something wife? to do with it? No, they were. He was like a, a scholar, right? Like he was studying Scientist. the oracle. Yeah, and she was a doctor. Yeah, she was like trying to heal him, and yeah. and he was trying to write up some knowledge. It was some. About it. I was reading something. There was a mistake or a goof for the movie. Like when he first sees them, they're like miniature, and then when they're getting across the clip they're like almost the same size or something i gotta rewatch yeah, it i think that was just like a forced perspective yeah, shot I that think didn't work too well yeah i think it was a goof exactly <laughs> i think you're right i think it was a probably uh any last words on this i just want to say that you can ride falcor if you want <laughs> In he Germany, still right? exists yeah it's bavaria film stadt let's um, go let's, let's make go? a field trip all right well we're all going Pretty cool though. They, they still play a exist. movie behind you and like have a fan on you, so it looks. They do. Like, they have yeah. a blue screen or something. <laughs> that, I swear to God, that's what the they tec- do. Oh, yeah. The technology for the ride is has more. It, it's more realistic yeah. than the actual movie was. <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> Maybe. But if you ever find yourself in wherever that is, where is it? Bavaria. 
Filmstadt. <laughs> I have a friend in Germany. Anyway. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, star reviews. Start with our guest, Chris. What would you give it on a five-star scale? I'll I give it a, a solid four. Um, you know, there's a couple things in it that didn't make it a perfect movie, but as far as my my memories of it and the work behind it, and, and um, you know, it's definitely definitely up there there's a reason why i watched it a hundred times as a kid oh i think um i i would give it a five because i give everything five i always say that <laughs> uh, no i'll give it a four and i think uh i think my son would give it a four as well uh he he told Hoff five but i think it's i think it was more of a four for him uh it didn't he didn't didn't hold his attention the entire time i think uh i you know, I always judge it by if it, if it popped on TV, would would I watch it and would my son watch it? Um, and I think he definitely would. He would get excited about it. And, and that's part of what, what we're doing here is is great because he, he talks about the movie. He talks Ever since we watched Popeye, he'd be talking about that. You know, so he's yeah. he, he's going to mention Falcor a lot. And can I, it's can I bring thing. up something kind of controversial? I think I, I, I want to get an answer because I did post it on the, the Facebook. If they were to propose or if you heard they were going to do a reboot or a remake how would you guys feel about it interested but not excited okay so kind of i personally if they if they were to do some kind of retooling like lucas wise if they were like somehow could fix the animatronics but keep all the actors and the characters in the movie the same. Oh, that'd be kind of... Just kind of improve... So, like, Lucas this thing up? That's what I said. Yeah. Lucas bad boy? Kind of Lucas it? <laughs> I think I might be okay with that. Spielberg it? I don't yeah. know. It's good the way it is. I give it a solid four. Um, the only thing that's, that was, you know, distracting was the mouth movements are so I, I think they would have to replace all the bullies with walkie-talkies. <laughs> in order for you can't be... put them in a dumpster. they got to put them in a, a soft, cushioned couch. <laughs> right. <yeah>. Softly. <laughs> soft, cushioned couch. <laughs> just sit garbage garbage sit bags there. filled with cotton. <laughs> with, like, peanuts. Packed yeah. peanuts. Right, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um, for me, I'm, I'm going to give it a four and a half. It's one of my favorite kids' nice. movies, I think. Um not perfect. I know you guys get on me because I never give it fives. Or I think I did give a couple, but... No, you didn't. I think I did. Down the back. No, Henry gives it a four, by the way. Okay. Oh, I didn't Sorry. know you were going to say that. Uh, <laughs> Logan didn't watch enough of it to really rate it, but he liked a lot of it. I, again, I think it's probably not the best fit for a kid that age. So um, so that's it. That ends this episode of League of Extraordinary Parents podcast. So uh, our next week will or whenever we get together to, to to do this again it's going to be busy summer so we'll see hopefully we'll be on schedule but we probably won't be um like to do a, a we'll do a, a news and notes mid midsummer late summer news and notes episode where we'll talk about more films that have come out presumably we'll all have taken the kids to see the minions movie or whatever um i'm planning to take my son to that um so our next movie in two weeks or two podcasts from now will be the classic film Milo and Otis about the dog and cat on a journey together. So um, that's a direct from Hoff's son's Henry's request. So we're <laughs> going to check that movie out. Hopefully we'll be able to find it uh, streaming somewhere. If not, we'll let you know how you can get a hold of it so you can watch it before we do, uh, before we review it anyway. Uh, I'd like to thank Chris for filling in once again for J.E., Thank you, Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for coming out. Thanks, we appreciate guys. it. Uh, being a dad's busy, and we know you're busy, and we want to take the time out to do this. Um, 
So you can find us on Twitter at LXP Online. You can uh, go to our website, LXPOnline.com. You can follow us on Facebook, League of Extraordinary Parents Podcast. Uh, we're also somewhere in the Instagram universe. You just Google LXP or not Google it, but Instagram search it and you'll find us there. Um, you can email us at OnlineLXP at gmail.com. And uh, that's it. That's all I have to say about that. So thanks for listening. This is G-Man saying good night. Good night. This is off. Adios. This is Fonz. This is Chris Moonchild. <laughs> Take care, remember. Moonchild. And uh, remember, just as uh, you are sharing our adventures, somebody is sharing yours. Thanks for listening. And the members of the LXP podcast had many, many more adventures. adventures. But that's <laughs> another story. <laughs> Turn around. Oh, look at what you see. The show should be over by now, but we haven't. Show- hey! I don't know the words. Good night. Good night. Good night, Tammy. Wherever you are.